Hey, what's up? This is Kat Jones, your host. Today is January 23rd, 2020. Y'all get to benefit from my English degree, and this is Queer All Year. Hey guys, in case you didn't listen to our intro, this is Kat Jones, your host. Today is January 23rd, 2020, and this is Queer All Year, as usual. I am here with my bro and sound producer and general manager now, I think, McGee. Mowgli! Okay, well, no, it's not pronounced Mowgli, the thing we're going to talk about. And Rudyard Kipling was kind of racist, and you mixed him up with Paul Rudd earlier. So we are going to move on from Mowgli. So we're moving on to our social media. And I'm sure you guys get past this part, but you should listen because it's interesting. So our Facebook page is Queer All Year, and you should go out there and like it for updates and random posts that I think McGee makes. I'm not entirely sure. I have handed over that to him because I have anxiety and I'm just going to go ahead and admit that right now. So then you should go out and join our Facebook group where I don't have as much anxiety, but also we want you to go out there and interact with us and tell us what you like, what you don't like, what you did today, what you had for lunch. Make sure you eat lunch and we'll encourage you to do good self-care and stuff like eating lunch like I don't. So go out to the group, the Queer All Year fam, because we're fam and we're looking out for each other. Eat your lunch. Uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Queer All Year Pod. I just started something called an amino that I think is Queer All Year Pod. I will get back to you guys on that, but there's a thing called amino and I'm sure you know about it. It's probably very old. I found it today. I started it. If you would like to be a hero, or what I have decided to call a queero, then you can go out and be amazing and support us on Patreon. At the $5 tier, you're going to get some pretty awesome interviews or just things I want to talk about for a long time, deep dives on certain people, kind of like we should have done for Martin Luther King Day, but we are going to do Martin Luther King in depth on patreon and so you guys should check that out there could be random stuff from mcg sometimes at the one dollar level you get bloopers at the very least and our bloopers are nuts so check them out they're already out there our cousin Alyssa has them and we'll get her to post in the group about whether they're good or not Alyssa, you listening we said it uh another way you can help us without giving us money you can subscribe to the show and then you get them downloaded automatically and then you don't have to sit around and be like, I have to go get this every day. No, you're subscribed to it and it comes right to your feed and then even sometimes I'm surprised by the title of them. So it's a brand new surprise every morning for you guys. Yay. And then if you give us a five-star review... If you think we're worth five stars, that is hugely helpful. It bumps us up on the Apple ratings charts. More people get exposure to queer history. More people get to go, what on earth are these people talking about? And they learn stuff. And then if you share with your friends and they can do all the same thing. And then we blow up across the world and everyone knows queer history and everyone's in love. It's wonderful. Rainbows, but not always rainbows. It doesn't have to be rainbows. Whatever you like. 
All right, so we have three stories today for once. One is extremely short, one is extremely sad, and one is something I have a question about. So let's get to the sad one. Now this is a story I actually remember, which I find surprising because it was my first year in college. I was 19, no, yeah, 19 years old. I was not paying attention to the world at all. So it's amazing that I heard this story and that I became aware of it. This is really kind of what opened my eyes to the LGBT community across the world and the persecution they suffer that is so often legally lethal and state-sponsored. So this story takes place in Iranian Azerbaijan. I have looked up pronunciations. I am sorry if I get it wrong. The only one I couldn't find is the last name of the second person. And um, and I'm going to get them all wrong anyway. So I apologize. Hamza Chav, 18 years old, and Lagman Hamzapur, 19 years old, were arrested for homosexuality and defiantly and bravely declared that they were in love despite its illegality. This prompted charges of sodomy and, quote, waging a war against God. And so, like I said, I remember this happening, and it horrified me that kids my age could be at risk to be executed for being queer. And I know that shows how ignorant and just on a cloud I was my whole life, but it was just mind-blowing to me. So I went out. I signed an online petition along with around 20,000 other people, which is far too few people, and online petitions really don't mean anything, but I mean, what else could we do at the time, especially as a college student, as a kid? I mean, you're just helpless, and you think they're going to get off, you know? You're like, okay, well, this is weird. They might go to jail for a little bit, I guess, but I mean, like, they're kids. They're not going to do anything to them, but it really is not that way and like I said I was very ignorant so the year prior to the rest actually in a funny little thing uh, the former president of Iran made the famous statement in Iran we don't have homosexuals which is stupid on its own and then they got two people arrested for homosexuality so I'm not going to make any statements about Iran right now um, I cannot find what happened to these brave boys it seems no one knows i have looked so hard if you know please let me know so i can let the internet know because we do not know and it is almost certain they were executed since we don't know anything about it we haven't heard anything they we don't think they're alive and i would love to know if they are alive and i hope they are not dead but I hope they're doing okay if they're in prison so again please let me know if you know so we're moving on to our second story unfortunately please let me know again if you know about them we are talking now about Ed Koch who was the New York mayor in 1978 and he issued executive order 50 on this date in history which deletes the first paragraph of Section 2 of Executive Order 4, which banned job discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation in all sectors of employment. So, technically what that means is that discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation is no longer allowed in New York City. 
and that was very big. And then, of course, the New York Catholic Archdiocese did not like that. And they joined with the garbage that is the Salvation Army to appeal the executive order. The Archbishop, quote, argued that a Catholic institution or agency ought not to be forced to hire practicing homosexuals. And while I am in favor of the separation of church and state, I don't like how that was worded, and I'm not sure generally how I feel about just this sort of interaction all over the place. Anyway, because of this, the order was overturned by the State of Appeals in 1985, of course. And that's all I've got on that now, but I am sure when that appeal comes up, I will bring up more, because as you know me, I love legal stuff. I looked up Section 2 of Executive Order 4, you guys. I'm in it. So, our next story is not really a story. It's that I'm 31, and I learn new words, like lit and mood, and I figured out yeet recently, I think. So, today I learned, um, mogai which I'm not sure if it's supposed to be pronounced as a word or as an acronym. So some people seem to say M-O-G-A-I, and it seems like some people seem to say Mogai, Mogay, Mogi. I'm not sure how I'm supposed to say it. It stands for Marginalized Orientations, Gender Alignments, and Intersex. It seems to be mostly used on Tumblr, and has received quite a bit of criticism. It's also getting a lot of traffic on that app I mentioned, Amino, which you can apparently also access on your browser. You just can't sign up there. Uh, that's where I learned about this term, and I was fascinated by it, so I went out to look it up. So without doing research into it right now, just looking on its face, I'm gonna use my English degree to figure out what I think it means. And then I'm gonna go look it up. So, it seems on its face, it could be a good name for an advocacy group for erased orientations, such as asexuality, bisexuality, transgender, pansexuality, all of those groups that are generally erased or lumped in together. Um, knowing that it's not an organization though, and since I have a degree in words, I'm going to break down the words. My opinion on it as a alternative to LGBTQ+, I find problematic, I think. It's vague and exclusionary. I think it's potentially harmful to queer youth who take to the internet in search of answers about their sexuality. Especially, like, here in Kansas and Topeka, you know... Now there are places you can go, there are people you can ask. When I was growing up, that just, it was the internet, baby. That was it. So if you're out there looking up, you know, how you feel, rather than being affirmed when they find a name for how they feel, then they discover they're a marginalized orientation. So that immediately puts you in, oh, I am marginalized i'm discriminated against i don't even have a word for what i am but i'm not good according to society you hear oh i'm a lesbian and 
then you move on from there and then you realize you're discriminated against but when you don't know what you want to label yourself as yet and you just see that first I don't think that's gonna go over well that automatically puts them in the mind frame of not being as good as other people I think it alienates people I find the term gender alignments also very vague. It lumps a massive number of identities into one vague phrase. And then intersex is named specifically, which as a queer youth would have made my identity feel less important than intersex individuals, since it wasn't even worthy of being named specifically. I feel like this, if it were an organization, would be good to focus on intersex people because as I went on a rant on in one of our previous episodes, there need to be more groups and advocates for the intersex population. I don't think it's very great for our community. I know I use the word queer. Some people aren't cool with that. Some people prefer LGBT, some people prefer gay for everything, and I'm not a fan of that, but maybe you guys are. I looked a little deeper into this term, mogai, mogi, emoji AI, I don't know. I found a user named Snowcloak on that app Amino I was talking about, and they have a post titled, On Why Mogi, Mogai Labels Are Harmful. And this user asserts that it sends harmful messages to people who are specifically attracted to their same sex or gender and or gender. The user says, quote, multiple gender attraction or no attraction is the default for, I'm going to say Mogai. I can't find any sources to back that up. I have seen it at a couple places. I'm not really sure where they're getting it, but it looks like it's not any sort of official label there's not like I can't figure out who created it or if it's like an organization I don't know everything out there is like tumblr it's mostly tumblr stay off of the beyond mogai pride flags tumblr just fyi it will make you mad I think they're serious which makes me even more upset um so what I can find, Mogai might be the source of a not-so-recent meme going around naming somewhere around a hundred gender and sexual identities. It's a harmful joke that I learned about from the LGBT youth group I co-sponsor. We are able to openly talk about how wrong it is, but those who don't have a support group like that are left feeling like this is correct. And so a lot of conservatives use it as, look at how many of these damn gender things are out there now. Like, why do I got to do this kind of thing? I just want to use my words and fly my Confederate flag or whatever. So it's a harmful meme. Don't use that meme. Don't, don't listen to memes. So if you really want to get weird into this weirdness, uh, check out parent24.com's article, LGBTQIAP+, we help you understand 23 gender terms. And I don't know why it's parent24, but only 23 gender terms. But either way, it's yikes. 
And the article is oddly polite and washed out, I feel like. Just very, like, tiptoe around it, you know. So in any case, the Mogai community seems to be kind of pretty militant about their phrase. And everyone else on Tumblr seems to be pretty militant against their phrase, which is Tumblr. I have just described Tumblr to you. Welcome to Tumblr. So I have a question for you guys. Have you heard of this term? And how do you feel about it? What do you know about it? How do you feel about LGBTQIAP plus apparently being a real thing? And also let us know how behind the times we are. Like, how long has this been a thing? How old am I? How old is this term? What should we know about how our community is growing? What are new words? Like, literally, I just learned lit and yeet. Um, mood. Oh, I learned another one the other day. Nope, it's gone. Um, also, how on earth do you feel about the term quilt bag? Which apparently also applies to us. Quilt bag. I will talk about that in the next episode, I think, because I've gone way too far into this other thing. But quilt bag. Think about it. That'll be on the quiz. So, ha having been said, I guess Mogai is now in our history book. And I'm not sure it should be, but I guess maybe it's an important term. It'll spark conversation. It will be a part of history, and we will be part of history for talking about it. And you should go to our Facebook group and join us in history talking about it. Because your ideas are important, your thoughts are important, you as a person are important, and we love you.